Hello, my name is Eric Martel, and welcome back to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today we're going to calculate our monthly passive income target. Uh, in the previous video, we talked about why your number one goal should be to achieve financial freedom. And we talked about financial uh, experts out there, how they're giving us this huge target savings in order for us to retire uh, um, com relatively comfortably. There's a number of problems with that, and I explain what the problems are. And the big problem is that it's hard to uh, get motivated to save that huge amount, huge amount of money. It's also hard to track your progress. And this is why today we're gonna calculate a monthly passive income target. That will make it easy to, to track our progress. And it's also something that the number that's gonna make a lot more sense to everybody. And it's gonna make it more, um, you know, more tangible and something that you can really work towards and get motivated to, um, to achieve it. Um, so, uh, so that's what we're going to do today. So uh, calculate that monthly passive income target. Uh, so there's a bunch of uh, retirement uh, calculators out there. And uh, basically, when you plug your numbers in there, it's pretty sophisticated calculators. Uh, so, you know, no questions about that. But the end result, um, because of the underlying assumptions that where how these calculators are built, you end up in a situation where you have a certain amount of uh, income that you want to have at retirement and then it's going to say you don't have enough money it's almost guaranteed you, you know, don't have enough money so um, what's going to happen is that they're going to say well you need to save more today so or, or or the other option is that you need to cut your expenses at retirement right nobody wants to do that uh, especially when you hit retirement the the last thing you want to think about is that oh yeah i want to live less now um, so this is what I call the compromise. You know, you live less now, live less later, but no matter what, you're going to live less. And uh, I don't think that compromise is a necessary evil. You don't need to do this. And I'm hoping that once you calculate your monthly passive income target, you're going to come to realize that this is very feasible um, to achieve this and that you can make progress towards that today. And uh, there's also additional benefits depending on, uh, on the type of investment you choose um, to do this. So we, let's talk about that, the, the retirement expenses, the living expenses at retirement. What does that look like? A lot of people are talking about, uh, are suggesting that you're going to need less at retirement. I think it is true that you're going to need less in some category. So going to work, you're going to spend less money on that because you're not going to work. You're not going to spend money at lunch with coworkers because you're not working with them. But um, I think on the other hand, you're going to spend more time, you know, going for lunch with your friends that are also retired. You're going to go to, you're going to do more activities. You're going to play tennis. You're going to, you know, you're going to do all kinds of different activities. So these expenses are going to go up. You get used to a certain lifestyle. And then when you hit retirement, you don't want to, your lifestyle is not going to, is going to change, but it's not going to change dramatically and it's not going to change downward. So you're going to, even if you go and move to out of the San Francisco Bay Area, for example, and you go somewhere cheaper, yeah, you're going to save a lot of money on your, um, on your property or your, um, your living expenses, but you probably want to spend that money on traveling more or doing some other activity. So, um, so in general, I would assume that you're going to stay with the same level of expenses. 
All right, with that said, um, so uh, we're gonna assume that in the number one, so take a piece of paper and really the first thing that you're gonna do, the first line is gonna be um, kind of what are your current monthly expenses? Just, just ballpark figure here. Notice that we're not talking about income, how much income you're making. We're just gonna talk about the expenses because this is what you need, you need to do. Um, and then once you have that number, uh, on line two, add about five or 10% of that amount just as a safety net. Uh, in case you have an accident, you have to pay a deductible or in case you have a major repair or you need to buy a fridge or something like that, then you have some money set aside for, uh, for that eventuality. Then uh, you add the line one and two together and you end up with the total, your total monthly income uh, target, right? So uh, next thing is that we talked about employers, non-401k employer-sponsored um, retirement plan. So if you have one of those, so they, these are gonna kick in at retirement, obviously. So if you want one of those, then calculate what that benefit will be, what that pension will be at retirement. So often it's like a certain percentage uh, times your final average salary times the number of years of service. So you can calculate that, you can look at your pension plan. Like if you're like most people, you don't have that. Most people, yeah, the employer provided a 401k plan, so that doesn't count. Um, so that's, this is your employer sponsored a non-401k retirement plan, non-IRA. So this is what that is. So it's a defined benefit plan. So you're going to put that on line number four. Um, so that's going to be a negative here because we're going to take, because we don't have to, we're going to take it away from our, uh, the monthly income target because that's going to come in automatically. Next thing is this is social security. Uh, Social Security, you can actually go on ssa.gov slash my statement, and then you can go and you enter all your information. It tells you how much pension you can expect at retirement. So take that number and then write that down. That's also going to be a negative. Then you take line three, you subtract line four and line five, and then you're going to end up with your, uh, your monthly income target. All right, so this is what, what you need to somehow figure out how to generate passive income to reach that monthly income target. So let's talk about some, uh, some numbers, right? So let's give you an example. Let's say that my monthly expenses are $9,000 a month. Uh, and then I add on, so that's gonna be my line number one. Line number two, I'm gonna add five, 10%. So 10% is about $900. I'm gonna add $1,000. Uh, so line number three, the sum of these two is going to be $10,000, right? I don't have a non-401k employer-sponsored pension plan, so that's going to be zero. Social security, let's say $2,000 in that. So that means that when I take my $10,000 minus my $2,000 in social security benefit, my monthly income target is $8,000 a month. So this is how much passive income I need to generate in order to retire, um, you know, with the same lifestyle that I have today. Now, how do I achieve that particular target, that monthly passive income target? So I have that $8,000 number that we talked about. Um, so there are single family rental properties that you can get. 
so that's a good way to get started if you want to get started like one at a time and stuff like that. If you already have a, a pool of money, there might be some other strategies that you can do. But uh, my company, Martel Turnkey, uh, that you can see on martelturnkey.com, there are other companies out there and I'm happy to tell you what, what they are. Um, and uh, these companies also are uh, what we call turnkey rental providers. So they're going to sell you a property that has a tenant in them that's been all fixed up and that will generate passive income. So I'm just going to talk about the properties that I know. And one of the markets where that we are in is, is Cleveland, Ohio. And um, so the properties that we sell there, they are about $80,000, let's say, as, a, as an average. And um, that the rent for that property is between $750 to $800. And uh, once you pay your, um, your operating expenses, once you pay your uh, property management company, and once you pay your mortgage, you would be left with about $250 in net cash flow, right? So you've paid all your expenses and you're left with $250. To get that $250, you had to put a down payment, right, of 20%, let's say. Uh, so that's on $80,000, that's $16,000 down payment. So that $16,000 gives you that $250 in that cash flow for uh, per month, right? At retirement, we can assume, I'm just gonna make a couple of assumptions here. Uh, it doesn't have to be that way, uh, but uh, 250, at retirement, the mortgage is going to be paid off, let's say, and then you can, uh, instead of making two fifty a month in uh, positive cash flow, you would be making five hundred five hundred dollars a month, right? Let's just assume that. Um, that and that's normally when you look at the mortgage payment and you look at the cash flow and all of that. That turns out to be about the right uh, number. Of course, it may, it depends on how close you are to retirement. So then you may have a different uh, strategy there. But if you have any question or any specific situation, feel free to contact me and I can help you kind of work, work those out, right? So let's take that $500 a month. So one house gives me $500 a month. So how many houses do I need? And then you can take your numbers, but if I take my numbers of $8,000, then I would divide it by $500, and that's gonna give me the number of houses that I need to buy in order to retire with the same lifestyle that I have today. And that number, 8,000 divided by 500, is 16 houses. That's it, 16 houses. And then I, I'm able to generate passive income, that is going to be, uh, I'll be able to retire on and uh, I wouldn't have to worry about too many things. If I want to be a little bit safer, I already added 5, 10% uh, and safety net. I can put like 16 or 18 or 20 houses instead to be a little bit safer, right? But I've already added 10% safety net on my, on my number. So I'm pretty uh, confident that with only 16 houses, I can generate my $8,000 in passive income uh, for at retirement. It's that simple. Does that sound achievable? This is something that you can get, you can start working on today. Instead of having this big, massive target of savings in your 401k and stuff like that. Um, so if you have some money in 401k, some money that's saved up in other things, if you have equity in the house, all these things can be used 
to buy a rental property and then start getting your positive cash flow. And on top of that, there are additional benefits to having a rental property. There's tax benefits, obviously. And there's also appreciation that uh, is also something that is very, um, is very good in the long run, right? Because, you know, as the, the, uh, your property appreciate, that's also going to give more, uh, value, uh, at retirement and also for your legacy if you have children and grandchildren and stuff like that. So I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, comments, uh, feel free to contact me. Make sure you like this video and subscribe to my channel. Um, I think it, I would really appreciate it. And uh, I try to do videos on a weekly basis. Um, so I hope uh, this is helpful. If there's anything you want me to talk about, feel free to contact me as well. So again, thank you very much. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.